Okay, one, two, one, two. We're back out again. Welcome to the Girls on Tour podcast with Mira Manga. Hello, here we are again, doing our best to make a podcast. We are at Hackney Wick today, starting on a walk that should take us along the Capital Ring route to Royal Albert. I have a chinchilla type attachment to my microphones, which is supposed to help with the wind. So let's see how we do. Oh, there's the wind. So I found the beginning of the route, uh, just a short walk from Hackney Wick. And I think we're actually going, I think I lied, we're going to Beckton District Park. Never been there before. But we've just crossed the River Lee and I found the way, a cobbled path back down to the river. And this will take us back onto the Capital Ring to start our walk. No rain at the moment, so keep our fingers crossed. We're due plenty of rain, so I've got my trusty kit my trusty ski trousers. Um, so looking every inch the rambler in the city. So yeah, let's go. Start walking. Aha, I knew this looks familiar. So this is the way that I finished the walk here last time and then I had to start a journey from here onto Pudding Mill Lane, which was a trek and a half. So I'm retreading um, where I was on my last walk, um, but it's, very different now because I can kind of see it's not so dark and um, can see West Ham Stadium where I got lost kind of on my way to Pudding Mill Lane on our last walk. Hopefully I won't have to go into that complex today but we'll see and we have a bit of wind again but nothing anywhere near is like as bad as it was last time. I'm going to redo this bit by the river and we'll see what we get when we get to the new bit. Oh, this is a great omen. I'm just walking past a boat called Princess Leia. Yay, Star Wars fans. To my left of the Princess Leia, I'm passing by a football pitch. But God bless these men running around in this freezing weather. I can clearly see the leader. He is geeing up the other men. God bless them. Most of them are in shorts, so good for them. They'll probably get hot running around. And uh, I get to walk on in my 15 layers of clothing and these men are just running around very athletically. <laughs> the tribal shouts of the athletes. Um, I've got that lovely wood burning smell again such a gorgeous aromatic component to this river walk everyone's snug in their long boats long boats narrow boats long boats is that a viking thing yeah gorgeous a little bit like the um reading festival smell but without all the blunt plastic and portaloos no i'm kidding really pleasant okay on we go So you hear that quite often, being overtaken by runners. That's okay. And there, that's a little coot in the background. 
trying to avoid the wind. Still su struggling with it. I'm sure it's windier than when it used to be when I was a kid. Anyway, this is quite a nice stretch. We've just crossed over a lock, which I love, and the river is widening. And not so many boats here, but some colorful graffiti. And the river here is kind of a very dark, browny green, emerald. I hope this section is recorded without wind. That would be lovely, wouldn't it? That would be lovely. Okay, so this is a sad moment. We are now leaving the river. So this is where we part company with Lee Valley Walk. And we're turning up left off of the canal path to head onto the capital ring. So we've got a beautiful green signpost saying Beckton District Park, four and a half miles, which is where we're going. And there's a sign on the ground saying Greenway. So hopefully we'll see lots of countryside. I'm sad to be walking away from the river, but we'll always come back. Everywhere always leads back to the Thames or the Lee or some sewer. I live near a lot of water. It's not like I'm water deprived, but let's see where the greenway takes us. Ah, fancy that, talking of sewers. This is, the greenway is made of sewage pipes. So funny, so yeah, so walkers go on the right and cyclists go on the left, laid on top of the Northern Outfall Sewage Embankment. The acronym NOSE. <laughs> Look, the guidebook says, may have been deliberately chosen by an engineer with a sense of humour, especially as you may catch an occasional whiff of its contents as you cross an inspection hatch. <laughs> I'll let you know what it smells like. You know me. I have an excellent nose. So we are substituting the wood fires for the sewage walk. Nose. Very happy about that. Let's get walking and turn this off before the wind makes another guest appearance. <laughs> just had the politest cyclist in the world ding me and just pointed on the other side of the path and he went that's the walking side I was thinking how does he know I'm a walker well because you're walking and you're dressed like someone from the last of the summer wine mirror that's how he knows yeah this is a good place to stop as well because there's trains going on the bridge ahead of me but if I stop and look out to the right I can see this magnificent spread magnificent <laughs> the magnificent spread of canary wharf which i love and yes i'm very biased canary wharf is my home area and um, if i look straight ahead uh, in front of me back down the path i can see a sign for sugar house i wonder i hope alan sugar's not in there that would be distressing um and to the left of me there's this lovely beautiful crazy structure that was popped up for the um for the Olympics, remember when we were all going nuts for the Olympics? Yes, that was certainly life-changing, wasn't it? Britain was better after that. It's called the Acceleromittal Orbit, and you can helter-skelter down it, I think, and it even looks like there's a little cafe up the top. I haven't been there, but it's good to know it exists. Okay, onwards, back we go. Oh, the rain is back. It's horrible, it's really horrible rain. Um, but I'm stopping to say that on the Greenway there is a sign about a rare beetle called the Street Bombardier Beetle. 
Spreet Bombardier, Bombardier, very rare beetle that can be found here, which is good. And the beetles like it because there's lots of bricks and slaving. Ugh, I can't speak. The beetle has the ability to control your vocabulary. Beetles like it because there's lots of um, rubble and bricks. I'm just going to take some shelter under a railway bridge, the one that we saw up ahead. I've been urged to come off the uh, greenway and onto the roadside to go under bridges, which is kind of a bit more grey and industrial, a bit less of my vibe, but at least this bridge is dry. So I'm going to stop here to get out some more sandwich bags to protect my things that can get wet. Here's another thing to say. When it's cold and wet, you can't really wear scarves because it acts as a wick and you just end up with this very wet piece of cloth around you that then soaks into your anorak. So I'm going to take my scarf off now too. Word to the wise there. properly raining now friends um, if you can hear I'm a bit nasally it's because my glasses slip over my nose and squish it <laughs> excuse the nasal yeah it's um, relentless drizzle I would describe the atmospheric lambasting oh delivery whizzing past me and I've just crossed Stratford High Street um, yeah, I never ever knew that this kind of greenway went over through, you know, I, I mean, I guess in the past I've only ever driven to Stratford down that road. It's like a dual carriageway feeling. And just to either side of it is this greenway, which is by comparison, you know, really peaceful. And I'm kind of uh, on the route between West Ham and Stratford right now feeling very proud of myself, walking on the correct walker's pedestrian side of the path. But um, I do wish this rain would fuck off. Um, really looking forward to spring. But as I said in the last podcast, I want to be a walker of all weathers. And this is drizzle is for babies. So we're doing okay. Yes, on we go. Hello, well, I'll tell you what us Londoners have that we don't appreciate enough. We have freaking beautiful pumping stations. Um, I just passed, um, just passed along the greenway to see this gorgeous, really bright yellow brick building that looks like a palace or something. It's actually Abbey Mills pumping station. Um, another beautiful Victorian building uh, built to help us get rid of our sewage. Um, its nickname was the Temple of Sewage during its working life. Um, I don't think they use this one anymore. This is a reserve one, but I can see a Thames water van parked outside it. But it's so pretty. It looks like it should be from the set of The Wizard of Oz or anything. So that's really, really cool. And I just passed the Meridian line. Um, apparently it's marked by a sundial. 
I didn't see that. Um, I'm, I have been looking out for a sundial. I haven't seen one. Admittedly, it's raining, so it probably wouldn't work anyway, but I would have liked to see the Meridian sundial. And um, yeah, I'm gonna head back on the Greenway now because the guidebook is promising a curious orange and yellow painted metal object shaped like a giant ammonite. Once part of the pumping station's machinery, it now provides an eye-catching piece of industrial sculpture. Don't you wish you were on this walk with me? Isn't it mad that we have all this stuff around us that you'd never see it? But that is one hell of a pretty pumping station. I think yellow bricks might be my favourite colour brick now. Oh yeah, that's probably where I got the Wizard of Oz reference. Okay, better follow my yellow brick road. <laughs> Cheesy! So I've just crossed over the Jubilee line and uh, walking past some pitches. So the other sport is going on there, rugby. So I stopped so you could hear the trains and these jubilant rugby people. And wind is picking up again. The good thing about the wind is it might be shifting some of these rain clouds because the sky is slowly changing from, dare I say it, gray. I can see some blue skies. At the moment, the blue skies are behind me, but I am hopeful that they will move. I think I need to admit, I bought two wind prevention baffles for this recorder and I went for the cute one. <laughs> I think I should have gone for the more solid, less furry black one um, because that would have potentially been more effective than the cute one that looks like a chinchilla and is very strokeable. Anyway, um, you live and learn and uh, onwards, I'll get this back into my plastic bag. Just stopped because to the right of the path through some trees is a huge, it's the huge East London Cemetery and um, it's kind of hidden but you can still see all the gravestones, the polished marbles, you know, the white, black and grey of the tombstones. And it just, it's so still compared to everything else. There's nobody in there that I can see. It just seems absolutely frozen in time. It's quite sombering, like the extent of it is huge. Like you could be walking past it for a long time. And as you look at, you know, the gravestones go back as far as the eye can see. I suppose there's so many of us that live in London and then eventually you need to go somewhere where you go for the long sleep. Um, I've decided I want to be sprinkled somewhere like the ocean or in a forest. And when I come back, I'd like to be a tree. And then I wouldn't mind the rain so much. I think some of my friends could come back as clouds and rain on me. You hear that bird song? Beautiful. I better get a wriggle on, I'm getting quite wet now.
I really, really hope I got that amazing bird song for you. Oh, so beautiful. One of the good things about working with a complete bird fanatic is the appreciation of the different songs. And in London, we don't often get to hear those beautiful bird songs. There's so much cacophony that drowns it out. So I really hope I managed to work my equipment correctly for once and you got to hear that beautiful sound. Feel like I need to pick up the pace a bit. I just read in the guidebook that I am heading to Plasto, not Plasto, as I've said it for God knows how long I've lived in London. What an ignoramus, ignoramus, lol. See what I did there? I'm so funny. Um, yes, yeah, so heading off to Plasto and feeling like I've been walking a long time. The Greenway is essentially just a long stretch of road, so I could kind of compare it to the skyline of New York. Um, so kind of not that exciting. Because um, you just, you know, you're just literally walking along a piece of, uh, a piece of, uh, I'll start that again. Yeah, so the Greenway is not that exciting to walk along because essentially you're just making your way down this long, uh, path, very nice path, um, with plenty of space on it, but there's not much deviation or, yeah, you're just walking down a long road. Um, and there is green to either side of it, to be fair, and things to look at. Um, but dare I say it, a little bit dull. A little bit dull. Anyway, we shall see what we can find further onwards. As I am here and you are not, I'm trying to report back so you don't all turn up here and go, oh my goodness, this is boring. It's not boring, it's lovely, it's just, yeah, it is what it is. Just crossing a main road now. I just passed a sign to Beckton that said 225 meters. Can't be right, can it? Uh, anyway, the other thing I saw was not one, but two magpies, which if any of you know the children's rhyme means two for joy. So that is my hope, that I have found joy on this walk. Um, I have to admit, you know, this is kind of a bit depressing. But Just a little boy on his bike. That wasn't me getting caught on his tyre. I just walked past a boy who caught something on his tyre. Um, and I think here come two friends walking past. Oh, she really wanted to get in my mic there. She saw the mic and she took her chance and now we know her beautiful fluffy beige coloured dog is called Poppy. Okay, so the depressing thing that just popped into my mind was when my dear father passed away around 10 years ago now. I kind of thought to myself, I don't believe in superstition anymore because if I had seen two magpies, it wouldn't have made me feel any better. Um, and now, if I see any signs, signals, rituals, omens of joy, I'm freaking taking them. So two magpies, that means joy is coming. And I extend that to all the listeners. And the weather is even bearing out because now one third of the sky is blue, which is great. I've just seen the most massive bird as well. Oof, big
big huge chonker. Anyway, enough bird stuff. I'm talking about birds because essentially what I'm doing now is walking across the greenway, crossing one main road after another. So there we go. Turn the microphone off, Mira. Turn the microphone off. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> so I'm just accosting this beautiful young lady who I just saw scrabbling around on the path. She's got a bag of something. Uh, would, you, would you mind telling me your name? It's Becca. Hi, Becca. Um, what are you doing in the earth? So basically, I overbought um, bulbs. Okay. And I thought rather than let them go to waste, I'd plant them here so lots of people could enjoy them next spring when they grow. Becky, that's amazing. <laughs> what a lovely gift. And what kinds of bulbs are they? They are daffodils. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just the loveliest thing to come across <laughs> on the greenway. I was just moaning about how it's all a bit boring now. But thank you so much. Pleasure. Pleasure. I hope they grow. <laughs> well, lovely to meet you, Becky. Thank you. You too. <laughs> wow. How lovely was that? The amazing Becky planting her daffodils. And I always try and talk to, uh, you know, someone that I meet on the path, preferably another girl, because, you know, girls on tour podcast, so someone who identifies as. And um, how lovely. And I was just had a little bit of a chat with Becky off mic to say thank you. And um, she was telling me that they have actually wildflowered a lot of this path. So potentially um, in spring, it will be looking a lot more bright and beautiful. Don't know if I'll come back this way in spring because I wouldn't want to waste walking time maybe on a, a path that was so urban. But yeah, I hope that they do do that. That would be lovely. Okay, so I just crossed another main road. What's it saying now? Beckton Prince Regent Lane, 200 metres. So Beckton Prince Regent Lane is where I finished this walk. So we're not doing too badly and um, mostly I am dry. Oh, that was so nice. My heart's just lifted. Literally just decided to go and plant some bulbs for the good of everybody. See, two magpies for joy and then we bumped into Becky. Love that, love, love, love. Okay. Ah, I'm walking. I suppose that's a good thing about choosing the very cute, fluffy microphone head. I mean, it makes me look so much less threatening and unprofessional. I've just seen another magpie cross my path. I don't know if it was a, one of the same coming back, but I'm going to count that as three. One for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl. Girls on Tour podcast. Oh, it's all working out. Um... Oh, how lovely. Oh, more bird song. I don't know if you can hear it. I've reset the mic down low, but there's lots of little cheeps and warbles going on. Oh, wow. Surprise flourish to the last 200 metres of my walking. Good for us. Good for all of us. Okay. Onwards. Oh, listeners, guess what? It wasn't a... Uh, 200 meters it was you still have quite a long way to go Mira not too long I'm on the last leg the last page of the guidebook to this walk um, I am dicing a little bit with rainfall and electronic equipment um, but I just passed a really lovely um, community project the Greenway Orchard which has some different trees and planting in it and some signs inviting people who want to learn about gardening to come on Thursday evenings
So I thought it was worth risking the microphone in the rain to let you know about that lovely little project. There's a nice sense of community on the Greenway. Yeah, but I'll pop this back into its little plastic safe bag because it is really, yeah, the rain is getting a little bit aggressive. We get it, you're here, your precipitation. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, you guys, a rainbow, the payoff. Okay, I've got to put this away and get my phone out of its plastic bag so I can take a picture for this, of this rainbow for everybody. Okay, bye. Okay, just coming down off the greenway now, back to wherever I'm going. So I think I'm heading towards the Roman road now um back into yeah suburb well it feels a little bit like suburbia but there are like front gardens with palm trees in which is so cool um yeah i'm on stokes road in e6 and one of the lovely things about the greenway is i could have just taken the steps down off the greenway or there was a really lovely ramp so i noticed a few ramps along the way not super loads but some good accessibility um, access and yeah that road is really nice the greenway uh, concrete is soft not soft but you know what I mean nice rolly smooth okay right I'm gonna head on to the Roman road and uh, see you at the next pit stop wow everybody I just crossed over one of those amazing bridges that crosses over like dual carriageways. I think I've crossed over the A13 and I'm on Viking Way now, uh, heading on to the end of my journey. I should just mention that I passed, to get onto the Viking Walk, I passed Jack Dash Way, who was a union leader, a strike man, and what with everything going on, I think it's worthy giving Jack Dash a mention. But yeah, this, um, really nice little street with some apartments some new build apartments that are built in a really nice sandstone style and planted out really nicely i can see some green up ahead so it looks like we'll be walking in nature walking with children in nature um that's a rupaul's drag race reference tammy brown Anyway, yes, that's something to look forward to. When I get home, I'm going to watch the first episode of season 15. Yep, still not sick of it. Okay, I'll pop this away and continue. So I'm in Beckton District Park and there's a really lovely windy route um, that will take me to the end of my journey. I can see a squirrel. Lovely. Oh, two squirrels. Squirrel friends and oh they've run up the tree as they do there was a little thing that said if you have time it's worth going off route to look at the little lake and i'm so knackered but i'm so tempted so i'm gonna literally uh take a ramble up to the right and if i can't see the lake within 20 paces I'm just going to forego seeing the lake. That's the problem with these walks. They're, they're really fun. And then within the fun of the main walk, they have suggestions for more fun things to do. But I'm just knackered. I could never do them all. I suppose if I set aside seven hours. Okay. Oh, I see the lake. That was worth it. 
It looks fairly man-made and I can see some swans, wildlife, some gorgeous conifers in this park. Really nice trees, but I'm not going to go closer to the lake. I'm not going to go to the lake's edge. I'm going to go back and follow the capital ring path because I'm feeling quite tired. We can do a log of the pain that I have experienced on this walk. So about the first third of the way through, I had a suspicious pain in my lower left thigh, which I thought, oh gosh, don't be a cramp, but it was okay, it wasn't. Back's okay today, not too much soreness. A little bit, but nothing remarkable. Just passing a sign for a tree called the tuna. Tuna sinensis flamingo tree. It's a shame I can't see which tree it's supposed to be, but I can come back and pinpoint the flamingo tree one day. That would be good. Yeah, so aches and pains is good. Not feeling so bad. This park is full of unusual trees that have been um, bought in specially. And there's markers everywhere to tell you what they are, which is so cool. I love trees. As you know, I love trees. So there's a snow gum eucalyptus tree here. I mean, it's absolutely criminal doing this walk in winter. I bet it's spring, it's bloody brilliant. So I can't really, you know, express what these trees look like because many of them are quite, quite tampered down for winter, we'd say. A cider gum tree, a eucalyptus cider gum tree. I'd love, if there weren't people in the park, I'd be scratching and sniffing these trees. Yep, I can recognise those eucalyptus looking like leaves. And the trunk is very silvery and beautiful, a bit like a silver birch trunk. And here we have an Algerian fir. Love an evergreen. There's some commitment to bringing trees and waiting for them to grow to maturity. But very, very glad that the people do it. Ah, oh, a foxglove tree. Wow, I bet that's pretty in the summer. You can see there's like berries on these branches. Trees are good, aren't they? Like even if you have no friends, you can hug a tree. I haven't hugged a tree today. I would, but there are lots of people in this park, so I won't do it in front of them. Algerian ash, another one that's quite tucked away for winter. But I'll tell you what, some days, you know, I will have at it and just cuddle a tree and I don't care who sees it, but for some reason today I'm shy. I think it's, it's the impact of a woman walking around with a bright orange guidebook, two plastic bags and a furry microphone. It's just too much. Even I know that that's too much. And we are heading towards the main road. I don't know if you can hear it. Yep, I'm heading out of this pretty park now, which means I need to refer to my bright orange guidebook. So let me put you on pause. So the road we're crossing now, look, there's a 262 just whizzing past. The road we're crossing is called Tollgate Road. I just thought I'd mention that because it reminds me of Milo's Phantom Tollbooth, which was a really cute book I read when I was little. 
and my friends and I really love the band The Descendants. So of course Milo is one of our favourite names because Milo goes to college and I actually met Milo back in the day when I was doing bands. He's a very nice person. Um, and now I have uh, all songs in my head, uh, which was the band that was also some of the Descendants. What a great band. Anyway, so now I've emerged on the other side of the main road and the walk is continuing through a lovely wooded area. So yay, we get some woodland. Um, the, the guidebook says, the path winds past meadows which are being managed to encourage wildflowers. Beautiful. That's so nice. Encourage the wildflowers. Mm, it's an interesting smell in the area here. It's not like bonfires. Maybe very old, rained on ash, you know, after you've had a fire and then you can smell the burning. Anyway, I'm rambling. Haha, <laughs> rambling on a ramble, so I will shut up. Bye. Cool. This last bit is taking a bit of time, you know. It's fine. It's quite nice to walk through a quiet meadow place. It's so funny, but I'm nearly at the end of the walk and my fi I finally feel myself relaxing, like the tension's gone out of my body. I hold a lot of tension in my tummy and my shoulders. I'm just kind of ambling now, feeling a bit happy and free with the world. And a friend just sent me a video of her holiday and she's just watching monkeys who are being really loud and um, raucous. So I'm walking in a rainy meadow slash park and she is in the jungle somewhere. And life is so beautiful and connected. Sometimes I just need to remember that and get out of my own way. Gosh, is that sickening or what? Right, I'm just heading to the main road now. I can see the main road. And I believe this is where the book leaves me. So now it's just up to me to navigate my way home. We'll see how we do in a train strike. So yeah, oh my gosh, I can smell a barbecue. Oh, delicious. I wonder if I could crash it. Probably should not crash a stranger's barbecue. And I will get home. And then I'll do my little outro thing and say goodbye. And thank you for being with me this far. Catch you later. I'm finally home and what a lovely walk. I'm so glad that we finished on a high because I was a little bit miserable in some of that walk. So today we completed part of the Capital Ring and I walked from Hackney Wick to Beckton District Park. So in the book that should have been 4.9 miles. When I got home I discovered that through my journeying around London, I was in Stoke Newington this morning, I actually walked about eight miles today, feeling very proud. Those of you that follow me on the Walk to Mordor um, updates that I put, put on my Instagram, you'll be pleased to hear that I got to the stage called Desolation of the Moranon, or Moranon, who knows how that's pronounced. But yay for Tolkien, and uh, just 465 miles to get to Mordor, complete that app. Thank you so much for listening. If you've listened this far, I love you, I worship you, I am grateful for you. Um, 
If you'd like to drop me a line about anything that you've heard on the podcast, I have an email address. You can email me girlsontourpodcast at gmail.com and I would love to hear from you. Also, 2023 is Mira's year of hustle. If you would like to support, please pop along to my Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Manga. There's different tiers you can choose from. You can just follow without donating. Donating is cool. will help me with my year of hustle. Um, but thank you so, so much for being with me on this journey. Really enjoying it. My legs are aching, but it's keeping me out of trouble. So thank you so much for coming on this walk with me. And I will see you next time. Until then, onwards. Welcome to the Girls on Tour podcast with Mira Manga.